What is up, guys? This is Dennis Taylor. This is our third podcast. I'm excited that you've come to listen to me again. I'm going to be bringing some value in this one. Um, If you haven't checked out my other podcasts, uh, go listen to them. They have value as well. That's what I try to do is I try to bring value on everything that I put out in this world, all the content that I create. I'm here. I'm in my office drinking a little bit of coffee, uh, getting my thoughts out. Uh, I've already... I kind of switched up my schedule this morning. Typically, I've been trying to do the podcast, then create content, but uh, it's kind of a little bit hard after I talk for 30, 40 minutes to go out and create more content. So I went in before I started today. I already uh, wrote over 2,000 words on a on a future blog post, some future content that I'm going to put out there. Uh, so now I'm going to knock out this podcast, and I was just thinking about what do I want to talk about today? Uh specifically. And I thought, okay, so we've talked in my intro, we've talked a little bit about what to do if if you're just getting started, your life sucks. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, I just kind of wrote this down, um, reflecting, kind of reflecting on your life. Uh, my, I'm going to talk about my experience with it, my experience with reflecting um, and taking a look at myself for a long, long look. And uh, this doesn't happen in one day. Right. This has happened to me over the course of the last year and a half of really just dialing in and looking at myself. And this time, like I've said on the other ones, they were more free flow. I've got a couple of notes that I'm going to talk about, um, talk about what that means to me and what uh, what happened in my process, how I benefit from it and everything about it. So give me a drink of coffee. And then we're going to talk a little bit about self-reflection and how healthy it is actually. Um, and, and looking at yourself and really having a clear picture of who you are, uh, what you've done in your life, what you haven't done in your life and all the ugly that there is there, but there's also beauty there, right? Uh, I'm a firm believer that things happen for a reason in a sense that sometimes you have to go through a process to get out of something, or you have to go through a process to be able to attain more. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. I know uh, four or five years ago that I wanted riches. I wanted to be so successful. And that to me, that was tied to a monetary value. And I, and I firmly believe that uh, uh, the Lord did not allow that to happen. I wasn't ready for that because with wealth can come destruction. Also, with wealth could come not destruction, but you have to be ready for something like that. That's why you can see with these people who win the lotto and stuff that within an average, within a year and a half, they're back broke to where they were at. And it's it's because they weren't ready for that and they didn't know how to keep it. They didn't know how to take care of it. They didn't know how to appreciate it. They didn't know how to uh, to live a life that didn't reflect just this flash in, in, in this this materialistic life. And so uh, I've gone through a lot. So, man, self-reflection. So my first thing is it's very hard and it's so uncomfortable. Looking at yourself kind of objectively and looking at where you've came from or what you haven't done in your life, how you've under-accomplished, how you haven't reached your potential, how you haven't done what you said you were going to do. It sucks. It does. It sucks so bad. It hurts and it's uncomfortable. So I moved to my small town in 2016. 
from Dallas Fort Worth. Um, love Dallas Fort Worth in a sense that we made a home there, but I, it's not my future home. It just doesn't have enough nature for me. Uh, I want more nature where I can go out and do stuff. But we moved to this small town and I thought that it was going to be blissful, that we were going to enjoy the small life. I was raised in a small town. Um, and I, I, we bought this, this investment property and this property was literally what they tell you to buy in the books. I've, you know, I've studied real estate for a long time. I've, I've been in more deals than I can count on my fingers, uh, buying, selling, uh, holding, renting. I've done a lot of deals. A lot of people will, oh, I've rented, bought my house. I've done a lot of other deals. Uh, we've built houses. We've, we've, we've done things. We bought this property and it was a complete, complete fixer upper, but it was probably the worst house in the best part of town in the best part, right? So we bought this house and it had been sitting like in a time continuum for like five years. No one had lived here. It was a foreclosure on the best street and it had just sat here. Um, and it was a good house as far as the structure, the bones, everything was good, but it was complete disarray. So from the outside, it looked horrible. It had uh, grass growing all over the house, vines engulfed the side of the house inside it had nothing like nasty nothing like uh no infestations no bugs nothing like that no rodents nothing like that it had been closed up like the house is very solid like even today like it holds a temperature like it is very insulated uh but there is just a bunch of papers and garbage and uh, i think i've hauled out over 20 tons of garbage from this house so I took on this adventure by myself. I said, I'm going to flip that whole house by myself. I can do it. I had a lot of belief in my abilities. I was vastly overconfident. That's for sure. Vastly overconfident in what I was able to do, what I was able to create. And uh, started working on this house. And I started realizing, man, this house is... Uh, this house is going to take a lot to get fixed. This house is going to take a lot to uh, to get to get things going. And I sat in this house. I worked it every single day. And after a while, I just I got depressed because I was only in this house. I wasn't really communicating with anybody. Um, we were living with our in-laws at the time. And that was super hard because we were basically living in one bedroom with me, my wife and my two kids because I, this house was not livable. And so I was just struggling with that because I wanted us to be here. I wanted us to have our own place, but it was such an enormous feat that I just couldn't get it done. So I became depressed really bad. And I started just thinking about what, what steps led me to this point to where I'm in this house in the heat of Texas with no air conditioning. I'm working hard every day, sweating like crazy and just miserable. And for me, it was super hard and it was super uncomfortable because I had to have some real conversations with myself. I had to understand and really, really accept that I made a lot of decisions in my life that led me to this spot where I really wasn't happy in Dallas. I wasn't happy with where we were going. I wasn't happy with the life that we were living and, uh, made me want to yearn for something a little bit smaller, probably a little bit more uh, connected with the world, you could say. So 
uh, I sat there and I thought about, you know, the financial decisions, the professional decisions of quitting my job. Um, I thought about so much and I realized that everything that had led me to that house was all based on my actions. And that was hard, super hard. I felt like I had gone crazy um, in that house, in this house that I live in now. I've finished it now. We've lived here since October. So we've lived here for uh, over eight months now. And once we moved here, I had a sense of, wow, we have our own place again. And that's a hard sense when you don't have your own place. Um, and man, I could just say, it was just looking at yourself. It's, it's, it's painful and it creates a lot of sadness. And I was sad as a human being because I just realized that a, I didn't have a place to, to put my own family. I was having to live with my in-laws and, and there was nothing I could do to speed it up. Because if you've ever remodeled a house that was a foreclosure, we had to do everything. We had to rip everything out. We went basically to the concrete slab and we went to the studs. So that means everything, every room, every room had to be fixed, everything. And I thought for a long time, I said, wow, this house is me. This house was me. I had to be taken down all the way to the studs. I had to have everything ripped out of me as a person because I didn't like who I was. I didn't like it. So I ripped it all out metaphorically and, and real. I ripped everything out of the house and I, I ripped everything out of me. I went into a very dark place where I wasn't happy. And, um, I read a podcast, I was listening to a podcast of Joe Rogan and, and this guy named Sebastian uh, Younger, I think is how you say his name. And the good thing about all that is that I sat in that and I experienced all that pain. I experienced all that sadness. I experienced all of the tearing out and the analyzing every decision that I had made over the last, since my adult life. And I had to own it because I couldn't put it on anybody anymore. I couldn't deflect blame. I had to take responsibility for everything I ever did. And I'm extremely grateful for that process of having to reflect on myself because while I've done a lot of good, I've also done a lot of damage. Um, and while I've done good, I've done bad. And I had to own both, both parts. Both parts are me equally. And so uh, I realized that, man, after a while, I was like, man, I'm in a journey here. Like uh, I, I, I called it for a long time, my prison, this house. And that was a mistake for one, because you have to be very conscious about your words that are coming out of your mind. But it's how I felt at the time. I felt like I was trapped here. And I, I, in a sense, I was because we had made such a large financial investment in this house. We got a great deal, but we, we took a loan to remodel it. So we had a large financial decision looming on this house or not a financial decision, financial responsibility on this house. We just couldn't leave. We couldn't run away from our problem. I had to face it. I had to, I had to do it head on and I do have skills so I can remodel. I can build, I can texture, I can sheetrock, I can lay floor. I've laid the tile in this whole house. I've done this whole house. 
Um, and it feels great now that we're living in it and it looks amazing. The kitchen is beautiful. Me and my best friend in the world, my best friend in the whole world, we did it together. The kitchen, we built the cabinets. We remodeled this house. We beasted this house. I did a lot of it. He helped me with a lot though. I couldn't do it on my own. And what I realized going through this and, and, and reflecting on everything as a person that A, you can't do life alone. B, you have to be real with yourself. If you're not real with yourself, no one will be. And I wasn't real with myself. I was living in a lot of fantasy land, trying to be other people, trying to regurgitate other people's material and not being true to me. And I realized that along this journey, that this is just a blimp in my life. A blip, a blip, not a blimp, a blip. I went through an awakening. So when you're struggling in your life, you've got to reflect. And you got to go take time for yourself, whether that's go out into nature and uh, go out on a trip, maybe by yourself for a few days, or get into a proverbial remodel or something where you can sit down, not talk to anybody. And just think, there was a time in this house, no one, not one soul but me, I think came over for five weeks. And my wife lives in the same town. She's busy. She was running our business with our kids. And I probably wasn't the most uh, pleasant person to be around. I didn't look good. I wasn't healthy. Um, I was super negative, And I think she just kind of stayed away. And so I was like in this house brooding, in this house uh, pouting, in this house just angry. But I got to spend a lot of time with myself. And I got to, after a while, when I, my eyes started getting open more and more and more, once I started kind of getting over that, I realized that if I could create this horrible situation in our perspective, and I know it's a first world problem, but it's still our problem, then I could create something else. If I could put myself in this position, I could take myself out of it. That's what I realized. If I could put myself in a spot where I didn't want to be, I could put myself in a spot that I wanted to be. And I understand that things don't happen quickly. And we live in a very, very uh, society that they need it now. I don't mind a little bit of pain. I've gone through a lot of pain. I don't mind a little bit of waiting. I've waited a long time. I've been in this house for a while. And I realized that I got real anxious at the beginning because I wanted it to be done quickly. And then I realized, wow, and then I, it's not going to be done quickly. And then I had some professionals come here that were like, I knew them personally. And they just said, Dennis, if you're doing this by yourself, it's going to take you months, man. You got work to do. Like there's jobs on jobs on jobs. There's a lot of jobs in this house. And so I, I had to start coming to grips with, with kind of uh, the learning experience of life. Like it takes time, people. It takes time to tear yourself down to the studs and rebuild yourself back up. Get out of the anxiousness of I've got to have it tomorrow. No, you need to shut that shit off right now. You got to put the work in first of rebuilding yourself up. And it starts with reflecting on yourself. It starts with looking at the life that you have, figuring out how you got there, owning and being responsible for the actions that put you there and don't deflect blame. Because ultimately, we're the only ones that can control ourselves. 
right? There's no one else that makes you do decisions that change your life. That's on you. Um, after you're going through this journey, you'll hit a sense of enlightenment. And that's what it's happened to me. The eyes of my heart have been enlightened. I see clearer than I've ever seen in my life today. Right now, as I'm talking to you, today, I'm clear. I know what my purpose is. I know what I'm doing. I've been enlightened. I've seen it. I'm grateful for the struggles. I'm grateful for sitting my ass in my garage because that's where I would would hang out in my breaks. And it's a hard, it was the hottest room in the house. And I don't know why. I think it's because that's where I wasn't remodeling. I didn't want to sit in the house that I was working in. So I'd go in the garage. But the thing about the garage, it's a big garage. It's like 600 square feet. There's no insulation. So in Texas heat, if it's 100 outside, it's hotter in there. And I literally would sit in there. Sometimes I'd come over here and maybe work four or five hours that day. And the other three, four hours, I just would sit in that garage, sweaty, nasty, feeling bad about myself, no airflow. And I just, I I look back and I think it's funny. I'm like, man, that was the hottest spot. Why wouldn't you just go in the house, uh, get a little window unit and get a little air on you? I don't know. But I, I always go back to what I've said and what I believe it to transform as a person, it takes heat and pressure. <laughs> and I put that, I, I physically put that heat on me by where I chose to hang out, um, and spend my, uh, my, my breaks and my rest. And metaphorically I did, I put heat and pressure on me by putting myself in a situation that was very stressful financially, very, uh, stressful physically. I'm not built to do this. I'm not a big guy. I respect people who do this for a living because it's hard freaking work. But I sat my ass out there and I thought about my life. I contemplated what I want to be, what message I want to put out there. What can I promote? What can I build? What business can I build that I actually believe in 100%? I have to believe in what I do. If I don't believe in it, I can't do it. It it goes in, in conflict to what I'm feeling in my heart. And I can't go against that. But I've been enlightened. Without a doubt. I'm clear about my message now. I'm clear about where I'm going. And it's taken me to go through that struggle. To go through that fire. To go through all of those difficult times. And the learning processes. My gosh, how much have I learned in this house? Oh Lord, how much have I learned? How to do things right. There's so many life life principles I've learned in this house. I've probably wasted so many days and weeks because I didn't understand the process of remodeling, which while I was in the middle of that, I thought I was doing it right. And then I'd have a friend that knew how to build a house would come and be like, well, why don't you do it this way? You would have saved yourself a lot of time. And then I just would be there in that moment being like, shit, I probably wasted two weeks on that. And if I'd have done it the fast way, which was the correct way, I would have cut out two weeks of working hard. And then I would go, damn, man, that's my life in a nutshell. I've wasted so much time focusing on the wrong things or not knowing the right process 
to change my life and to get myself into a situation where I've got the real freedom I'm, I'm actually looking for. And it just, it would hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, you're stupid, Dennis. You're doing everything wrong. But I'm blessed and enlightened because I've seen that. I've seen that now. I've seen those principles. And I'm like, I'm grateful every day because of those hard struggles. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I've had to go through that process of having to see that there are processes and, 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 and steps to get to where you want to be in this world, in this life. Extremely grateful for that. And this house has given me that, right? My, my self-reflecting and looking at myself and spending a lot of time analyzing in my head, thinking about everything I've learned in business and marketing and realizing and, and coming to the conclusion that I was kind of doing all of my business the way other people do theirs. I'm trying to copy, right? There's this saying in business that uh, fake it till you make it. That's some straight up horse shit right there. That'll make you feel like you're a fake. And I just had to hold myself from dropping F-bombs because that's how I feel. Fake it till you make it is a bunch of crap. It ain't fake it till you make it. It's figure yourself out, get your house in order, and every day push forward, creating and growing as a person. You'll make it at that point. It'll take time. But to fake it like you'll make it, to regurgitate and copy other people, that's not reality. And people can sense that bullshit. People can sense the fakeness. And you've got to go through this whole process. So, right, I'm looking at my notes. I've got self-reflection, really looking at yourself, spending time with yourself, you know, taking quiet time. It took me a long time alone in a lonely, depressed state. I had to feel feel that hurt. I had to feel all of that emotions because that's part of our human life. I had to feel all that, internalize it. Why did I get to that state? Why did I put myself in that position? I had to I had to go through that. It was very hard. So my first notes are very hard and uncomfortable. There's a lot of pain and sadness there. Because a lot of people in this world are not happy. They're not satisfied with their life. And so you've got to embrace that. You've got to go through it because it's not easy. You got to go through it because it's uncomfortable. Because it stretches you. It makes you tougher. It makes you uh, more appreciative of the good things you've done. And so it's a journey. That's the next thing I got. It's a journey. And I've been, and I haven't realized that this whole thing I've been on is a journey. And that time I've spent in that garage is just one one little piece of it. But I'm forever grateful for it. Because now that I'm out of it, I'm no longer in that mindset because I really see clearer, so clear. 
I'm grateful for that journey and that process, that self-reflection, that evaluation, the the contemplation of everything you've done and what you want to do and be crystal clear on what you are going for. That to me is worth that a hundredfold, right? I'm blessed to have experienced that at such a young age. I'm not quite 33. I've had success in my life. I've created businesses. Me and my wife have been full-time at home for two and a half years now. And I'm still young. Right now, I'm as clear as ever on what I'm doing with my life. I would not have been if I'd not been in that fire, in that heat, in that pressure, in this uh, pressure cooker of this house to me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have had all the time to spend in my thoughts and the countless hours, the hundreds and hundreds of hours in my head thinking about the good and the bad, but mostly the bad, what I, what I went through. And a lot of people were, well, not a lot. There was a few people that were like, Hey, you don't need to, you don't need to stay in that. You need to get out of that mentally is what they were referring to. And I've realized that while they were correct, we don't need to stay in that negativity. They were wrong. Because I did need that. I needed to be shaped by heat and pressure and force. That's the only way to really become a transformed human in all levels. Right? I appreciate health now way more because I was so unhealthy. I didn't feel good. I was so tired all the time. I was just eating junk and I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't taking care of myself. My physical body, I let my hair grow crazy. My beard just was wild. I just wasn't caring for myself and I wasn't caring for my body and it felt horrible. I have a further appreciation of taking care of myself. My my phys- my psychological health, I wasn't good. I was using a lot of defeating words. A lot of, I wasn't putting anything good. I was listening to just straight radio or sports radio or just entertainment, trying to be entertained. I wasn't listening to any good content. There'd be times when I would, but it was hard to even get into that because I was just so mad. So I wasn't taking care of my psychological health at all. and My spiritual health was non-existent, right? I wasn't walking in my faith. I wasn't turning to the Lord. I wasn't spending time with him. And I'm, and I'm grateful for it because when I started coming out of that dark side, the Lord was right there waiting for me. Right, I started putting good stuff into my psyche, and my countenance returned quickly. Uh, my body has transformed significantly quickly, um, and I could feel it because I'd been in such a bad health shape that when I started putting good food and good nutrition and exercising, I started bouncing out like fast. And I was like, "Wow, I was I'm more appreciative now. My gratitude is so strong now." that I'm thankful for those experiences and nothing can take that away from me. And it's a journey and I felt enlightened. I felt like I learned so many life principles by the self-reflection. So many. And I'm going to talk about them on this podcast because there are so many life principles that I learned and that I went through and I I just feel clear. So all I can say is I, I looked at myself for so long that I, I, there were things I liked, things I didn't like, and I was going to cho- choose my focus on what I enjoyed and what I liked and what I felt called to do, what my purpose and passion was. The only thing I ever did for two, oh, three straight years 
was focused on my network marketing company. If you go look at my journals, if you go look at anything, all I ever wrote is I wanted to be a top earner. To me, that was success. That's all I wrote. I wanted to be a number one earner in the company or a top three earner in the company. I wanted to make X amount of dollars a month. That's all I talked about. That's all I wrote. And that's a hundred percent why I never got that. Now we did do well. We got up right, uh, right below the top position. We did well. We did well enough to be able to walk away from our jobs. Plus we built other businesses on the side that created other income, but I never hit that top mark. And, and I know the reason why is because that's not success. Success isn't defined by a top position in a company. Success is a life. Success is an action, not a destination. I got to write that down. I'm going to say it again. Success is an action, not a destination. Success is continual not an arrival. And I realized for a long time that I wasn't ready for that amount of money. And I wasn't ready to hit that point because my ego would have been so freaking big. My ego would have been so big because it hadn't been broken. I hadn't been humbled like I have. I've been humbled financially. I've been humbled physically. I've been humbled spiritually. I've been humbled psychologically. Right. And so I'm glad I never hit that top position because I, my ego would have been crazy and I would have been super material on what I would have purchased with my money. And I wouldn't have been as, as appreciative because I hadn't been transformed as a person. And so I'm grateful for the self-reflection because I, I believe that out of all that, I, I've figured out They always say, what's the key to life? I don't, I don't know if there's one key, but I, I have the keys now. And I could tell you what they are, but I don't think you can hear them from another person and then you have them. I think that you have to have the keys handed to you one at a time because of experiences, because of struggle, because of self-reflection, because of enlightenment on a journey. They're handed to you. You can't just hear them and get them. Right. That's why everyone, when they go and they go to these uh, conferences or whatever, they're trying to write every nugget because they're trying to get the nugget. You can't get the nut. You can write the nugget, but you can't get the nugget that way. That nugget has to be given through some kind of an experience that you've had, not a writing, not like, oh, please tell me, please tell me, please tell me. No. You have to have dealt with something and then the keys handed over. And I don't hear a lot of people talking about it like that. A lot of hear people listen up. This is the way to do that. This is the way to get more money. This is the way to earn your worth. This is the way to change your life. I can't even tell you the steps to change your life except start reflecting. Start taking care of your body. Right? Your three parts of your body start reflecting on your life. And then, and, and looking at the bad and the good, then the keys will be handed one by one to you. And then at that point, you'll be unstoppable. At that point, what is there that could stop you? Because success is an action. It's not a destination. You can do anything. You can start your own businesses. You can chase your passions. You can do whatever you want. And I'm, I'm extremely grateful for that enlightenment. 
Because I'm solid. Ain't nothing going to shake me. Unless something happens in my family. But as far as an outward circumstance in my business, in my life, I'm not getting shaken. To me, what I went through was so much pain that I'm okay with pain. And in fact, pain is good. Pain means you're living. And I was sitting there and I was like, man, I guess I'm alive because I'm in a lot of pain. That's what they say, right? You know you're alive when you feel pain. And then they say these quotes, pain is just weakness leaving the body. Whatever. My pain was real and it strengthened me. Because I can still feel it sometimes and I'm like, man, I can't ever let that go. I don't want to let that go. I want to be aware and humbled and cognizant of all those mistakes I made. I don't want to block those out and only focus on the on the good stuff. Nah, I got to have perspective. I've got to have balance in my life. And that's what you got to have. You got to be able to look at that. You've got to be able to own that. You got to be able to see past bullshit. I couldn't see past bullshit. I wanted success, which was the top earner position in my company. I wanted it at all costs. In a sense, I would say I was blinded. Buy it. My eyes are open. And I don't I don't see them shutting. Because I've I've like turned on the lights. It's like when you go in the room and you turn on the lights and you see, let's say, whatever, an object on the bed. You can turn those lights off, but you already know that that object is on the bed. You can't take that out of your brain. It's there. You know it. You can see it. Even when you shut the lights off and shut your eyes, you can still see that object on your bed. That's where I'm at. And that's where you need to be because you've got to get to a point where you've looked, you've dealt with your past, you've dealt with everything that's gone on in your life and you've owned it. And I mean, owned it really. Not a superficial owning it, but you've owned it. You transformed because of it. And you're stronger. And then you're at that point, then you can start going forward in your life and figure out what you're going to do. I mean, I could sit here all day and talk about marketing principles and how to market. But it ain't going to help you. You got to deal with stuff. You got to become a real person. Right? A transformed human. You got to find your path and your purpose. I've found mine. I know what it is. I've gone through so much heat and pressure and I and I'm clear clear. And you know what's crazy is I feel good all day now. I sleep well. I wake up well. I eat well. I shower well. I play with my kids well. I experience my wife well. I read well. Everything is well now. And I still get frustrated and anger, but even after that, I jump right back into my, I'm well, I'm good. Because I know what I'm doing and I'm not going to get bumped off of my purpose and my passion for anybody else. Nobody, no one on Facebook is going to bump me off because honestly, they don't mean anything to my life except for the closest people in my life. They're just acquaintances and whatever their political opinions or their, uh, their social issue opinions are, or their, their life opinions. It doesn't matter to me. I'm stronger than that. 
I'm like a rock. It's hard to move that. So that's what I've got today. I'm going to wrap it up. Um, I appreciate you for listening. If you found value in this and you like what you hear, please share it out. Uh, I'm going to continue on this. I, I really enjoy this. I feel like I can be me. I don't have to put on a, a show by doing Facebook lives. Plus this is going to be archived forever. And I really believe that people can get value from me. I'm not everybody in the world. And I don't, I don't, I don't, people are going to like me, right? They're going to say, ah, you don't have first, you have first world problems. I do have first world problems, right? We're not so struggling. We still made money in that hard time, right? But I did have a problem that transformed me that hopefully, uh, through that process, I can help other people. And that's taking a problem and make it in, into a solution that can help other people. So if you found value in this, please share it out. Uh, please recommend me to somebody or reach out to me. You can hit me on any social media, Dennis Taylor, Dennis Ray Taylor. Um, love to hear from you. Love to talk with you. Uh, I feel like people, sometimes they just need someone to talk to them and listen to them. So uh, thank you for listening again. And we will see you on the next podcast. And I hope you have a great blessed day and reflect a little bit. Don't shy away from the pain. If it starts to come, you need to, you need to experience that you need to, that's a part of our human experience and you need to own it. So I hope this helped and we'll see you on the next one.